Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back, Kidmen friends. I apologize for there being no podcast last week, but I came down with a little sick virus and had absolutely no voice. You might hear it today. I'm still a little bit stuffy, but... God laid this message on my heart last week. I had it ready to roll and then got hit with sickness. But it's important and I want to bring it to you. But I have a question first. How many of you like to learn? Now, I have always liked to learn. I was that weird kid in school that was like actually disappointed if the teacher didn't teach enough. In college, I was an overachiever, high school too, but kind of like a teacher's pet. And one of my main teachers for my major in college knew that I was always so on top of things. And she would actually ask me when the assignments that she assigned were due because she knew I'd know. But that's me. I've always been an overachiever that really likes to learn. So what about you? Do you enjoy learning? And do you know how you learn best? I am a self-learner. I would rather read the book and teach myself. That's just how I'm wired. And books, oh my goodness. I love me some books, whether it's just fun books or learning books. I like to read. And when I say I like to read, I really like to read. If someone will take care of the kids and, you know, cook dinner and all of that, I can knock out an 800 page book in a day. I have already in January read six books, like big ones, not tiny ones. I love books. Actually, about a year and a half ago, a friend had returned a book they borrowed. So I was shifting my books to put it back in the bookshelf where it goes because, you know, everything has a spot. Um, Now, it's important to note that that bookshelf is just one of many in my house. And it was double and in some spots, honestly, like quadruple stacked with books. So as I start to move the books around, the whole bookshelf starts to come down. The weight of the books had like knocked that you know, the flimsy cardboard backing off. And the whole bookshelf started like leaning to the left, kind of like bending in the middle. And I grabbed it and I yelled for my husband to come. There was a lot of books on that bookshelf. I tell my son that if you can read, I think you can do anything. You can learn anything. And I truly believe that. Reading and learning is so important for everyone, ministry leaders especially included. Now, I know not everyone likes to read, but there are other ways that you can learn. You've got audiobooks and YouTube. There's video training, podcasts. There are lots of ways to learn, even if you aren't a crazy book-obsessed lover like I am. But to be a good leader, you need to be a good learner. And I'm not just talking about learning from books and training or even academia. All of that is great. It's important, and you totally should be constantly learning and reading and challenging yourself. I have a couple of degrees and certificates in my field, and I just keep going. Honestly, I kind of want to get my master's degree after the kids are big. No real reason. I don't need it. I just want it. And I always have at least one book that I'm reading to learn from. I'm constantly listening to podcasts and trainings. To be a good leader. To be a good learner. You have to first be a good listener. An important step in leading well in ministry is listening. Because really, before you can learn, 
You have to learn to listen. Some of the most amazing things in my life and my ministry have happened because I listened. Number one, you have to first and foremost, listen to where the Lord is leading you. God is a good God that wants what's best for you. He wants to lead you. Jeremiah 29 11 reminds us, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. God has a plan for you, for your life and your ministry and their good plans, the very best plans. And he wants to lead you to those things and those plans. But since we're human, we don't always listen. Now, growing up, after I went through like my desire to be a country music star and, you know, those crazy things, I wanted to be a teacher. I always wanted to be a school teacher. I played school. I had a little chalkboard and, you know, I did school with my dolls and we played it with my friends. In high school, I was in even a teacher club, the Future Educators of America. That was my life course. I knew God had gifted me with kids and I loved kids, so I was going to be a teacher. But at 16, the summer I was 16 in vacation Bible school, my little church was doing Lifeway's, I think it was Lifeway, Rickshaw Rally. And I was co-teaching for the first year and I was with the three and four year olds and we were teaching those little kids to go fish for Jesus was on, you know, becoming fishers of men. And they didn't actually understand what it meant. They thought we were actually fishing for people, but they were really cute. Um, but I'll never forget the feeling of teaching kids about Jesus and seeing them just delight in learning about him. And right there, the summer I was 16, I very clearly felt God telling me, Amber, I want you to do this. I want you to teach kids about me. I actually have a picture of me with those kids that week, and that's one of my very treasured possessions because it was a big, important week. I felt God telling me something life-changing. So in true Amber fashion, I'm like, yes, God, totally. And this works perfectly because since I'm going to be a teacher, I can do that on the weekends and I'll have my summer off for VBS. Awesome plan, God. Glad we worked this out. So I continue finishing high school. I go to college, declare, you know, right away, declare my major as elementary education. Still going on the plan that I created with the calling God gave me. Thankfully, it didn't take me very long to wise up. About a month in college, I was in a elementary education biology class, and I realized this is not what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to be a teacher, even though that is what I have wanted my entire life almost. God's calling me to go into the ministry full-time, not part-time. Now, was there anything wrong with my desire to be a school teacher? Absolutely not. Was that profession one that wouldn't honor God? No. There are plenty of people God calls to be teachers. But that wasn't what was best for me. It wasn't what God had planned for me. And I'm so thankful that I wised up and I listened to his leading And I truly believe that where I am today 
is the very best for my life. Honestly, it is more than I could ever imagine. And I'm so thankful that I finally wised up and listened to him. And I listened when he told me after seven years, it was time to leave my first church and to go where I am today. I listened when God told me to step out in faith and take on a job that I had no clue how to do. I listened when God spoke to my heart and told me that the kids in my ministry needed to learn how to worship. When he told me that they needed to learn who they are in him. And when he told me they need to learn how to follow him on their own. It's been really neat the last couple of years at my church. When God has been laying something on my heart about the direction to take our kids, what they need to be learning, he's been laying the same thing on our associate youth leader's heart as well. And when we're both listening and we're allowing him to leave, to lead, we have that assurance that our kids are learning exactly what he wants them to learn. This is what they need to learn. God's going to speak to you to lead you. He's going to lay things on your heart. And they're going to be the very best things. But you have to listen. Because unless you're listening, you don't know where he wants to lead you. And where he leads is where you want to go. He is the good shepherd and we want to follow the shepherd. Not go in our own way and just make sure he's cool with it. Uh, In case you didn't catch it from the first story, I'm kind of guilty of doing that. And thankfully, so far in my life, everything has honestly worked out really well, despite me not letting him fully lead as he should. But I'm really working on being intentional about letting him lead. There's a book that I read in a book club, A Praying Life by Paul Miller. This is a great book on prayer. But in one section, he's talking about letting the Lord lead, and he describes it like this. He and his wife had decided to buy a lake house. They picked out the house. They knew they wanted the house. They had plans to buy this house. Then they went to God in kind of a, God, this is your plan for us, right? Because with this lake house, we could do this, 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 and this. Do you let the Lord lead like that in your life? I kind of do. I kind of make my plans in like, God, I need you to confirm this. This is an awesome opportunity, right? This is what you planned, right? Because how else could it be? But we need to let God truly lead. Don't just give God those few seconds of prayer asking for his blessing on what you already want to do. Let God lead and listen. Then after you spend time listening to the Lord's leading, number two, it's time to learn. Spend time learning how to do whatever it is God wants you to do. Read those books, listen to the podcasts, learn from other people who have been doing what you need to do or want to do. But as much as I'm a proponent of learning, especially learning from books, so much of learning is on the job training. You learn from doing. Now, that's actually one of the main learning types. Kinesthetic learners, they learn best by touch the things they can hold in their hands and do. But I think everyone, no matter your learning type, learns by doing. So let's say God asks you to go out of your comfort zone in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, VBS needs to go completely virtual. Well, you're going to learn really quickly what works and what doesn't work creating virtual content. 
But in order to really learn from it, you need to be constantly evaluating what went well, what didn't go so well, what could you have done differently? Are there new products or resources or procedures that might make things better? Ask your volunteers and other leaders what they think needs improving or what went really well. But you aren't just evaluating and taking notes. You need to do something with those evaluations. Each year during VBS, I start my note page for the next year. Like while VBS is going on, I've got my notes for the following year and I just keep adding to them. It's just, it's a handwritten page of notes and thoughts. I keep it with me. I jot it down as they come to mind. And, you know, like later I'll go back and organize them and make them legible. But I'll write things like, man, the kids really loved having little mini donuts as a snack. You should do this again next year. And I make sure that they have donuts every year. Um, uh, one year I had a note that the online registration form, I left something out. So I made sure to make a note, don't do this again because it made registration a lot harder. Evaluating, it's key to learning. We shouldn't settle for good enough or, well, that'll do. In ministry, in life, we should be always striving for the best. Learn from your experiences, both the good and the not so good. And number three, after you've listened to the Lord, after you've done some learning, you've either spent time learning from a leader or learning from experiences, then it's time to lead. Being a leader takes work. If you're called into children's ministry, you're gifted with children, you might not have any problem leading kids. You can go and you can teach the lessons, you can make them fun, you've got the crazy outfits. Uh, you might be able to turn anything into an object lesson. But can you lead? This is where I found myself at a few years back. You put me in a room of kids, I'm good. That's like my sweet spot where I'm most comfortable. And having always been in a smaller church setting, I've not really had a team. I was the team. At my previous church, there were times when I was the only Sunday school teacher there. Like, no team at all. (laughs) But when my position changed at my current church, I was suddenly over other employees. And I had to learn to lead others. And as I've learned to lead others in the last few years, and it's that on-the-job training, there's one key thing that I've learned that I need to do. Listen. Because I'm a better leader when I listen. When I listen to what God's teaching me and where he's leading me, I lead my team better. When I listen to my team, truly listen to what they're saying, listening to their lives, I lead better because I love better. When I listen to the leadership above me, I lead better. I've really been intentional during this pandemic season to just check in on my leaders, to listen about their lives, their struggles, not a, hey, what do you need for this lesson? That's the thing that I've been listening about leading is to care about them, to truly just listen what's going on in their lives. So like I said, this podcast wasn't going to be about listening 
Um, originally it was going to be all about learning and I was going to tell you what books I was reading right now and what I was going to read for the year. I was going to tell you how important it is to learn and grow as a leader. I was going to recommend you sign up for Kidman Academy or Kidman Excel, which you should totally should. Um, by the way, little sneak peek spoiler that's not out in the world unless you're looking for it. I am actually going to be a faculty member with Kidman Academy this year. Super excited about that. I was going to tell you um, because last week was CPC and I was going to record this last week, but I was going to tell you what I was learning right now, what God was teaching me. But obviously that's not what happened. I told you I've been working on listening and I let the Lord lead this podcast. It's not what I had planned, but it's what God had planned. So my prayer is that someone listening is going to be encouraged. And I know that God's plans are so much better than my plans. So someone needed to hear this. To listen. To learn to listen. To lead well, Kidman leaders. And as you lead, listen to the Lord and let him direct you. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters.